This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. How are you doing? Hope things are going well with all those expecting and delivering career at the moment. It's an exciting time of year, but also it makes it busy and slightly anxious time of year. Amazing, we've reached the end of July already. Halfway through the year, and what a year it's been so far. In the last episode, we talked about happy and healthy alpacas, and how to spot happiness, in an alpaca particularly. In this episode, I want to look at the other part of the alpaca tribe aim, confident and fulfilled owners. Confident owners. It sounds good. How do we get there? Uh, can we get there from here? I think so. And hopefully we can identify together what it means and how to promote it. If you have any thoughts, I'd love to hear from you. Send a voice message. I can then share with all the rest of the podcast listeners using the link on alpacatribe.com. What do we mean by confident? It has some echoes of boldness, but not brashness, and certainly not tipping over into foolhardiness. Confidence will allow you to get started, to move from inertia to activating your plan of action. I don't know if you've ever thought about where it comes from. What you need is know-how, the steps and the skill to execute the action. Let me give you an example. If you're going to catch your alpaca to check their teeth, you need to know how to manoeuvre them into your barn or stable, into a catch pen that's small enough to control them. The next step then is to connect with them. And I mean here physically rather than metaphorically or metaphysically. First, catch your alpaca. Avoid the grab and grapple approach. Know how to easily catch and control. This is a skill that will benefit you for the long term. Once controlled, can you check the jaw for swellings and open the mouth to inspect the teeth, all without losing control? In the early stages, maybe this is a two-person job, but you can do it by yourself. The know-how for this is a small part of your grab bag of skills that will enable you to confidently engage with your alpacas. The first step in gaining confidence is to know how. The second and related aspect is to know what. Here, confidence would be expressed in knowing what you need to do. In my example, check the teeth, is this every day, every week, every month, or once a year, or maybe only as necessary? If you can answer that question, it will give you confidence that you know what to do. Confidence you're doing the right thing to care well for your alpacas. What's the answer, by the way? Well, ask three owners and you'll probably get five answers. My answer, for what it's worth, probably, about four times a year, or as necessary. If I'm handling them for other reasons, I would automatically check the jaw for swellings. It's easy, simple to do, just run your hand down the jaw, just check if there's anything unusual. This could be signs of a potential tooth or jaw infection, which is often caused by sharp bits in the food. 
causing a gum injury that can then progress to an infection, which if it takes hold, could produce an abscess under the tooth and then down into the jawbone itself. Opening the mouth specifically to check the teeth, maybe three times a year? My interpretation of now and again. The third factor is know why. In our worked example, I've just explained the why, checking for infection, but also could be misaligned teeth, under or overbite, issues that can affect the animal's ability to eat well and therefore thrive. Know how, know what, know why. They all build together to give you confidence. I think alpaca owners are in the category of lifelong learners, always learning, initially by rote and doing it because someone told you to. We've always done that and done it this way. Remember, it's okay to question. This will help your understanding and therefore your confidence. My only word of caution would be that challenging something before you have enough knowledge or experience is sliding into foolishness. I don't think this is a problem for most of us. For most of us, it's the opposite. Not thinking or questioning. Not seeking a better way. Not having the confidence to do or ask or improve. Let me tell you five confidence builders that can help you. Number one, courses. There are a wide range of courses, many organised by breed societies such as the British Alpaca Society here in the UK, where I am based. Often experienced breeders will offer training and courses as part of their package for people who buy animals from them, or indeed more widely to anyone who is interested. This could be handling, birthing, breeding or alpaca assessment. Fibre harvesting, that's just a posh way of saying shearing. It could be fibre sorting and processing, skirting for example, and production of items made from alpaca, fleece and fibre. Spinning, dyeing, felting, weaving. Possibilities are endless. You may remember that Victoria Barrett is offering a new course this year. She was on an earlier episode. She's offering a course for people who want to train and use alpacas in animal-assisted interventions sometimes called therapy. There are a lot out there happening all the time. Look on the Breed Society websites, alpaca magazines and websites via Google. Second one, books. Books are another great source of information and reference. It's a more limited market, so sometimes they may be more expensive than you used to, but they are out there. I'll include some references in the show notes. Number three, the internet. The wonderful, scary place we call the World Wide Web. Or am I showing my age by calling it that? Anyway, here I'm thinking about breeder websites with information on them, breed society websites, though you may have to be a member to gain access to the really good stuff. There are some good social media groups worth checking out. You have to apply discernment and judgment about what you get access to, but at the very least it should help you ask the right questions. Always the precursor of getting the right answers. Number four, groups. Here I'm thinking of local area groups where you can meet up in person with people. They can be invaluable and are worth looking out. Sometimes they'll run events with visiting or internal speakers, organising shows and generally be an extremely valuable source of reference, encouragement and help. Number five, community. Over time you will find various links with other alpaca people, 
It could start with the breeder you buy your first alpacas from, but as you make connections with other owners or interested parties, you find yourself part of the alpaca community at large. I have never met an alpaca owner that wasn't willing to talk alpacas. Find them, collect them, and cultivate friendships with them. It will help your confidence no end. So the other aspect then was fulfilled owners. This could mean many and varied things. In my experience, I think it relates to movement. Movement from somewhere to somewhere. From not having alpacas to having alpacas. From not knowing how to care for them to getting seasons under your belt. Repetition brings both confidence and fulfilment. Think back to what attracted you to alpacas in the first place. What was it you could see, could imagine? What did you want to achieve? What was your idea of alpaca heaven? Don't give up on those things. Find them again and write them down. Think about what you need to do to go from here to there. Let me ask you what it looks like. Remember it was written in pencil, and you can change your mind along the way. Maybe you discover the amazing thing called spinning and get captivated. I never knew. This is what I want to learn about. This is what I want to become proficient in, to become fulfilled by. It's fine. It could be anything. Have a think. Where is your aspirational horizon? Okay, you got it. Now go for it. You can do it. Find others to help you on the journey, but take ownership of it and go for it. Grow yourself into a fulfilled owner. Some of you will want to keep it as a hobby, which is brilliant. Others will want to build a business, which is great. It's about you and your fulfilment, your flavour, your preference. The possibilities are pretty limitless. Check out the show notes for some other thoughts about what you can do with your alpacas to be confident and fulfilled as an owner. The aim of the alpaca tribe is confident and fulfilled owners of happy and healthy alpacas. Join me on the journey. If you like the podcast, tell someone about it. If you really like it, give it a rating and a review at Alpaca Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and remember, you can send me a message using the links on the website. To leave a voice message, really easy to do, or by email, or commenting at the end of the post. You're spoiled for choice. I'd love to hear from you, and there's no excuse. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.